Welcome to The Garage, an NBA live show presented by NBH Sports. I go by Mike, and with me today is... Daniel Doom. Jay Bash. We're going to get straight into it. Three games tonight. Um, we haven't talked playoff basketball since game ones, I think, so we will be able to kind of jump in and touch on these series as they went and how we felt about the games today and how we feel about those series going forward. We're going to try to hit every series, or hit every series, every game that happened today will go in order. Um, so we'll start with uh, Philly, Brooklyn. Um, I didn't catch this one. I think you guys both did or, or enough to know what's going on. Um, Philly takes a 3-0 lead, which is kind of all you need to know. Um, but, yeah, what, what did you guys see coming into that game? I wonder how much threats Adam Silver has received in the last 72 hours. <laughs> that oh, today was bad. Like, I just yeah. after coming off off the Draymond stuff and then seeing uh, you saw the player Embiid uh, kick yeah, yeah, Claxton, yeah. and then Harden ended up. I didn't even see why Harden got ejected. I haven't seen the play yet. Harden ended up getting ejected, and then Claxton got thrown out for uh, huh. for taunting. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, Claxton got thrown out for taunting. Wow. After, okay. And that was after NB. I kicked him in the thing. Like, <laughs> yeah, wait, when same, did that happen? Was that the same play or was that later in the game? It was, it, yeah, it had to be later in the game. Okay. Yeah, yeah it was late. I was like, Claxton, I thought, finished the first half. Like, I don't know that Claxton played the whole first half. That's the thing. I didn't realize he got thrown out. That's probably when I, in the top five, where I stopped watching was probably after the first half. I, yeah, I was the first thing I was going to bring up was. Just the irony, the levels of irony with Joel and B in classic play with Draymond. Probably being a Warriors fan, your brain just starts lights up when you see this. I just had to laugh at myself because it's like, uh, I had, my brain immediately goes to, oh, yeah, this is what was the other night. There's the Joel B. Joel and B is reacting to a player who is stepping over it, kind of thing, or, or Joel B is the second, is the reactor, just like uh, Draymond Green was the reactor in this most situation. But it's the bigger picture because Draymond Green has too many situations to pull from with this. But I, my brain went to 2016, obviously. Uh, Draymond, pretty, pretty, pretty exact, similar to what Draymond did to LeBron, Joel did to Nick uh, Blackstone. Mm -hmm. Obviously, OKC. Was that the same? Was that also 2016? Yeah, it's all the same. I mean, he doesn't get suspended. Yeah, he was LeBron wild. As he already did the Stephen Adam things. It was the build up. He had the flagrant or technical. So I guess point. my brain. My brain just needed to see that play so I could be reminded of how wild of a playoff basketball player Draymond Green can be. And uh, he's one of one. He's one of one. <laughs> but, yeah, that was funny. Yeah, the leg kick. I mean, leg kick a leg kick to the groin is pretty pretty hilarious. It must have been hilarious to see Draymond. It would be, it would be hilarious to see Draymond's reaction to that play. Got the NBA on his side right now. Or got the players. A lot of people on his side right now. Yeah, that's one of the most. He'll, he'll mess that up. Who messed that up? <laughs> Doesn't take long. I don't know, man. Next round, he's playing Dylan Brooks, maybe. So maybe he's just oh, going to keep going. Oh, we're going to talk about that, too. Yeah, no, nah, that's a big one. Especially if we want to maybe preview a little Lakers. Lakers on Lakers on Saturday, right? Or the Lakers play tomorrow night? Tomorrow? Yeah. I no, think tomorrow. Yeah, yeah it's tomorrow. 21st, right? Yeah, yep. yeah, yeah. Yeah, we can preview maybe Lakers in the next games. Um, 
Brooklyn. Okay. Ah, man. Now I want to go back because I, I, I was I was like spotty on Washington. I caught like I caught like the end. That's the thing. By the time I started watching again, Claxton was gone. I was wondering where Claxton was, and I seen he got thrown out. And uh, I, I just want to see like how much that affected them because they were they had it like I think I yeah, came over to the house first when I get yeah, I came over to the house for a second over there, and uh, they were up. By the time I came back, they was down. It was down by like I want to say ten, but then they brought it back, and then ah, Royce O'Neal turned the ball over on the uh, inbound. That was tough. It just like it's like ah man, it's it's like you see it. It's like they're there, but it's like you see stuff like that. It's like it's just simple like miscommunication or just if Royce O'Neal. I ain't gonna lie, he's had a few like since I've watched the series, just a few just turnovers. I'm not not all of them have been his fault, but just like. I don't know. I just feel like there. You could just tell they're still having jail together yet. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, especially right. him. I, I want to see him and Dim or Bridges and Dimwitty. It's been interesting because Dimwitty, uh, Dimwitty had the ball a lot in the clutch today. And Bridges, that's the thing. Bridges was gonna get the last shot. I feel like uh, Bridges should have got the shot before, but Dimwitty kind of just drove, drove to the basket on like. Just draw the basket on and beat and somebody else, and you know, getting blocked. And it's just like, oh, you could see that they're. Just it's a problem. Even if they play, even if they play them close, like it's like, oh yeah, they just they're not jailed enough to survive at the end of the game, really. Yeah. That's the interesting thing with them going forward is that it does seem to like like you're saying, it feels like it's a lot of continuity. So it's like, yeah, you guys have played like twenty games together, probably not even that because guys are in and out and everything. And it's like, yeah, it makes sense that that's what it comes down to. Yeah, I was surprised. I was surprised Brooklyn was winning. I think at the time I checked the score. And then, yeah, like Conley said, just surprised Brooklyn lost at the end, kind of wondering how what happened, how it went there. Um, any other thoughts? I feel like I'm trying to remember how to Harden the... got kicked out. I can't remember. Somebody, I thought I saw that play too. Somebody's real. He did some, or I don't know, or groin area. He did something. Huh? Yeah, that's, I haven't yeah, seen that I mean, one. I, 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 see like I remember seeing him walk off the court. Like, but I, I'm like, why am I breaking? I remember the actual play. Like, I feel like I was watching when that happened. But um, what I want to talk about with the Nets, yeah, they're there. Yeah, I feel like uh, every everything I wanted, I wanted this series to go longer than than than, than it is currently going, and I wanted to believe in the Nets more than I probably should have. But uh, the yeah, the lack of continuity really comes out. I feel like uh, it's just simple plays. They'll they'll have on one end, they'll have simple plays that makes you think. Wow, it, does, it looks like this team has played together forever because you'll just see their wings do something on defensively that doesn't really that that looks like they're a much more experienced team. But on the other end of it, they have all these plays. I feel like where a lack of point guard or ball create or just central ball handler comes out, the responsibility that they put on the guys like Royce O'Neal and even. Really up and down the line, you got everybody kind of playing about like a punch above their weight class, no matter what, with this team. Which really what is what is Embiid? I mean, I think he's been. I mean, he's been getting doubled a lot, but like today he only had like fourteen and eight or something. I don't know what he had. Uh, yeah, I, I don't know. Like that's the thing. I just don't understand Philly. I mean, Maxi had a good game. I guess he's. I don't know. I just expected a lot more that in the first round of the playoffs, but I guess it, it was so, an. Un- Encouraging 3 0. I'm not going to lie. Like, it kind of feels like this. It could feel different for them to be up 3 0 and feel like they dominated. But all my brain goes to with these, because it's Philly and there's the pressure for them is to go to the finals. 
my brain just goes to Joel did not play perfect versus this Nets team that was really small. He should have played perfect, but yeah. then it goes to James Harden is not really getting anything inside the three-point line or didn't really get anything inside the three-point line the first two games and heavily relied on his outside shooting. It just seems like this team right now, Maxi is the only person I'm looking at that really feels like yeah, locked in knows his role and is playing really well as opposed to Harden and B, they have so much pressure and responsibility and 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 free up. They did what they were supposed to do so yeah. far, but it doesn't they their encore performance, having watched what I've seen, doesn't feel incredibly encouraging to how they're gonna fare versus Boston or Bill Boston. I, I buy it fourteen and ten. Say it again. Fourteen and ten. That's what MB had tonight. Oh, wow. Yeah, that's kind of crazy. So, yeah, I didn't see, like, this is me responding, not necessarily seeing tonight, but I feel like it definitely applies to Harden. I don't know necessarily Embiid. I think it's maybe the encouraging part is that Embiid got to just take the doubles and have his teammates win the games, and he got through a first round where we haven't really had to worry about whether he's going to get through the round, like, get through the round, get through the round type thing, and, like, and I think his He's healthy. Willing, that's yeah. the main thing. Yeah, no, like his will. And that's the thing. Like just from watching the first two games, it's like he still in beat. And I saw like plays like yeah, he would take mm-hmm. the double and get the bucket or get the and one. But he was just he deferred. And I think that's the interesting about Harden because I do think the main point with Harden is definitely true. Like the fact that he couldn't get any. He could, well, hasn't oh. been able to get anything going at the rim um, in this series for the most part. And kind of just relied on him. The jumper is not a great sign going forward. Um, but I think the other side of that is that the reason Embiid can be what he was in this series and it still works is that Harden is the guy that can, if you're going to double team somebody else, the ball's going to ping around and people are going to get the open shots. And it almost feels weird that they've just been hitting the three ball, the level that they've been hitting it. But, you know, it's been working. Again, I don't really think they're winning the next series um, either way they have milwaukee no they have boston yeah i don't really i'm not don't think i'm picking them to beat boston or anything but i just think i think Embiid's fine i think Embiid's fine as far as this series is went if i'm thinking about it but we'll see well yeah maybe because i i picked them to go to the conference finals i think i had this series going longer than this for sure but i did actually pick philly to i thought i picked philly to lose to wait milwaukee's one seed. yeah i picked philly to lose to milwaukee in the conference finals I think they could pull. I thought going into it, they would be able to pull out maybe this Boston series. Boston didn't play great at the end of the season, which whatever that means, it means. But yeah, now I'm not really so encouraged about Philly. Yeah, yeah I feel. Any other thoughts on the. I guess we can kind of even transition. Any thoughts on the, the extracurriculars, I guess, from the game? Or yeah, if you have something else before that, go ahead. Or just on Brooklyn. Uh, yeah. uh, Mikel Bridges. I don't know what's going to happen with his career or where it's going from here. But I guess I've been trying to figure out the Nets and how what happens with this team. But now I'm, I'm looking probably more interested in figuring out what happens with Mikel. It makes sense for them to try to just build around him. But it also makes sense for them to package all of these things they have for, I don't know, a bunch of assets for the future or or – it's just, yeah, they have a lot of value. I, I really have no idea what direction the Brooklyn Nets will go. But Mikel Bridges is interesting to me, and he's interesting to me uh, as a Warriors fan. For the Golden State Warriors, <laughs> long term in the future, I guess, is just how how is there a world or a realm of possibility where we can get this guy on our wing if Wiggins or Poole and any of these guys don't end up being long term. But that's a whole other discussion, I guess. Just Bridges is interested. Uh, Andre, he was on point four. That's probably where my brain goes to. Uh, him and Andre, 
and just realize. Watch it. <laughs> yeah, I, I saw some clips. So I think my brain just goes to like, is is on is this Andre two? Is this Andre getting KD two point Like, is is like is this been ten years since the Warriors got Andre Iguodala? Uh, Twelve years since, or eight years since we got uh, KD is Michael Bridges going to be the next kind of KD that Andre Iguodala somehow swoops it somehow somehow is laying down the foundation for this player to end up on the Warriors. Hey, Andre, you were riding them pretty hard. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. That's why I always saw one clip. I, didn't know, like, I don't know if I can watch the whole thing because Andre Andre makes me cringe, man. Andre makes me cringe. Some this podcast makes me cringe sometimes, but uh, I don't know if I can watch that whole interview. But from what I was watching, I was like, oh man, like. Uh, like, I, Andre, calm down. Like, this is <laughs> Relax a little bit. Like, I think he's a great player too, man. <laughs> probably. I mean, he probably sees a lot of himself in him, or like, you know, Iggy's dream of like, if I really was a great, like, great offensive player, but just, you know, I feel like almost in reverse, he talks about like kind of two type things, the, but yeah. My bad. Yeah, he no, brings up the the two. The best two-way player in the league, he said, or the best. He said, "What do they?" I forget if you, Jordan, you saw it, but I think he said uh, the most talented, most two-way, and he says KD and Paul George. Like I think Andre yeah. says KD and Paul George yeah. are the most talented players in the NBA, or like they're the most like like just their the talent skill set. It's funny to hear him explain it, but I, it felt like yeah. I wonder wonder where the clip went after that because I wonder if he's comparing Mikel to Mikel to those two players because like what Mike said, I feel like Mikel is this in between yeah. where. He has the Andre qualities, but he also has where Andre's looking at him like you look like Kevin Durant and Paul George to me, but but not you're not just that, or you maybe not yeah. be that high on that scale, but you have these other things that these that well yeah, Andre Godala was one of your favorite players when you were 12. That was the other part. I was like, Andre was one of his favorite players when he was a kid and he was at the state, like he's at the gym. And he said, I watched growing up watching Iggy the Andre Godala, Evan Turner Sixers. So he has this background of watching maybe the best version of Andre Godala. <laughs> and then he comes out looking like like Katie, like a Katie Paul George diet type. So yeah, I, I okay, this is all a long ramble, I guess. I want Mikel Bridges on the Warriors and, and uh, I don't know if Andre Iguodala is trying to make that happen, but he's not help playing. Not gonna help us on the court anymore. So I hope he starts doing some some things off the court. Uh, that's the thing. <laughs> what the conversation kind of went after that was too was just Andre kept doubling down on how they're about to get in the gym this summer. So I was saying <laughs> he was like trying to yeah, just talking about like just the defensive side and like yeah, I don't know, just reading stuff. That's the thing. Bridges is I ain't realize until like he got to the Nets, just like cause, I don't know, watching him in Phoenix was just different because like he was kind of just. He was out there and everything. But like, I didn't realize how lanky he was. I was like, "Oh, this dude! Like his arms are like, damn, they're freakishly long." Like he he plays playing a role. I think played a role so well in Phoenix that it could just you go under the radar in it when you just you you so quickly. He just I feel like he mastered the consistency of his role, and then at that point, it's like you're used to young players just elevate elevate in Phoenix. Uh, just yeah, as soon as he gets out, I think we're seeing what was already what was what was budgeting, and that that dude that was in the corner shooting shooting really really efficient from the field and playing defense every night. Yeah. Uh, yeah. What was I gonna say? Oh, that was the last part of that is uh, Don Nelson. Don Nelson is uh, what started all of this, drafting Stephen Curry, mm-hmm. not letting Steve Kerr steal Stephen Curry, and uh. I think he can be, and if he got, I mean, just in the time we saw him help get, help help the KD side happen, whatever happens with Bridges, and whatever Andre role going forward. But is Andre Don Nelson? I guess is my idea. I did, like is Andre Iguodala the new Don Nelson? Kind of like Bill Russell. You think about Bill Russell playing with 
playing with Don Nelson and then Don Nelson kind of like the Bill Russell's a great player, Don Nelson person who gets to be there for the story, be there for the championship, like be a part of them, play a role, like and, and be praised by Bill Russell for playing the role. Mm-hmm. And then you get Andre with Curry playing the role, being all like his favorite teammate plays the role kind of thing. And then, I don't know, just yeah, it's interesting to probably compare the basketball mind to where we're coming to the end of Andre's career. What happens next? And I know he has a lot of other focuses besides basketball, but I know his main focus is Wardell Stephen Curry. It's, it's a little weird almost how much his focus is Wardell Stephen Curry's legacy. But yes, I see the Nelson Bill Russell. Nelson Russell's before Nelson as opposed to Iggy's before. That's kind of little little flip flip action going there in terms of the ages. But I, I do find it similar, like the the guy who absorbs the game next to the great star and how, how he finds talent, what he thinks it takes to win a championship or what he thinks it takes to win in the NBA or what his just viewpoint of the NBA is as the, as the game evolves. Like, I think that's a, that's going to be a special thing to keep around if they can't after Andre retires. Yeah. I feel it's good stuff. Um, yeah, it'll be interesting to see how it goes. It does seem like Andre probably made too much money to be a coach. He's also a weird transition thing because he might, like, he's probably emblematic of, like, I mean, besides Jason Kidd, who's the last, like all these coaches we're getting are like guards that made like $6 million a year, probably max for a lot of their career. Those are the guys that are like mm-hmm. the Ty Lues, the, um, I'm blanking on all the names right now, but uh, there's one more. He got his reps. Derek Fisher got his reps. There's another one. Darvin Ham's a career Darvin role Hamm, player. And there we go. That's who I was thinking of. And there was one more that I'm blanking on again. But just. Monty Beachaw. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, there's a bunch of just role players who didn't necessarily make enough. So it'd be interesting to see, but just the money's so much higher now. And it, like players make so much more than coaches make compared to what like a high a high price coach might cost compared to what most NBA players made like even like 15 years ago. It's like, are we getting to that point? Are any of these dudes or like what's it gonna look like for the guy that wants to still be around the game a lot? Because it seems like they're just kind of consultants that like to hang around like i don't really know what leandro barbosa does i don't know what zaza does like kind of yeah. type thing like i don't know but it'll be interesting to see as time goes on yeah like, how man, it forms yeah. it. i would just say the next prop or the next wave have we gotten who's the last player turned coach we got who's the most recent retired player that became a coach jason kidd is it jason kidd yeah that's what i was about to say that's i don't know feels, if it's anybody that feels like we should have got one dark, I think Darwin, Darwin but that's yeah. the thing. Jason could play a long time. Yeah, that kid played longer yeah. than Darwin did. Either. I don't know. Besides those two, did anybody else new? Yeah. I mean, I feel like we've been sitting on Doc for a while now, too. He's fresh blood in there. Back to back, serving with my brother. He on Zion Hole. Oh, is this or is like attaching an old, there's just like attaching, just hiring retired guys. Is that just becoming the new version of like having vets on your team now just because like, I don't know, just because a lot of teams just don't have like actual vets on the roster anymore. Yeah. Is it? I don't know. No, kind of no. just that goes back. Get in the mall Yeah, no. I think. I mean, you see it. That was the other one. Willie Green was the other one I was trying to think of. But like, you kind of to your point, it's like all he's but like to your point, like there. How does Willie Green get to start? Like he's a guy that can relate to, like you're saying, like a guy that hasn't been out the league too long that can be a veteran type guy on like. Monty Williams staff for a team, right? A lot of these guys came up kind of like doing that thing you're just saying, where it's like, 
Yeah, even Monty Williams on OKC. It's like if you don't have a lot of older players, especially like as Perk and what's the white boy's name now? Collison. Like as those guys fade out, it's like you need veteran presence around. Like, oh, Monty Williams makes sense kind of like type thing. But like, yeah, it's interesting to see. Uh, but I think, yeah, I mean, that's what makes it weird because it's like, you know, like all those dudes, it's weird because they're young just by coach standards, but they've been out the league for such, like, Monty Williams has not been in the yeah. league for a long time now, like, kind of type yeah. thing. And I think that's what made me just the money so much different. Like, I got to, yeah. there No, Willie Green is, I yeah. think the big, Willie Green's probably, because Jason Kidd Willie Green, that's a pretty, probably some years gap between yeah. their hiring. So Willie Green probably stands alone as, like, yeah. the prototype kind of we get anybody another one it's probably going to be similar to he got paid like willie green got paid in the nba yeah, yeah, and yeah. became a coach as opposed to like we have right it might have been the last last like i feel like superstar i mean until it happens again i feel like until like it's, yeah. i don't know until, until one superstar point until Kimble, yeah. a star player it doesn't have to be a point guard thing at this but just i feel like we're going with this it's just a smart player who was a star that decides he wants to do it and then they get there Probably is be a point guard, but point guard thing is weird. I mean, not really the position anymore every year. But anyway, uh, the ownership thing though makes me just that was the last one. It's maybe, maybe I don't know how players or retired players, players who, or even if your last contract includes part ownership, like however this is going to be set up, like how does that work with you? Does that smooth things over transition with you on the staff? Does that make sense? day-to-day there are then probably new roles kind of crafted and created probably yeah. what happened Bill Russell was coaching and playing man in the last two three finals that's crazy that the game changed so fast it's like 10, 11 12 years before Magic and Bird Bill Russell was coaching and playing ah, anyway Bobby. Nah, you're good. Yeah, no, it's always kind of crazy to see ownership. I mean, you said the ownership, they have some more stake in that now, too. So we'll, or we'll see what that looks like. We were talking about that the other day. Um, but yeah, that's all pretty much a good way. I thought we talked a lot of Andre Godala. It's probably good a way as they need to transition into Warriors Kings. Um, got the dub. Not sure how hopeful I'm still feeling. If they show out like they did tonight in game four, you start feeling a little better. Winning four or five is always going to be tough. But they uh they showed up. They did the thing. Uh, really from I want to say from top to bottom, but I don't really think anybody had a great game outside of Steph. If you probably or Steph and Looney, if you look too close at it, actually. But I think everybody did like playoff basketball enough that a transcend that very like I mean transcendent because Steph's always transcendent, but a a Steph Curry performance, playoff performance, and a kind of transcendent Looney performance can carry you to the dub to a pretty easy Steph win. How are y'all feeling yeah. after the first one? After game, first game in in Chase Center, I was about to say Oracle. Uh, I expected, the, yeah, I expected the win. It just now is I don't know. It was a Steph night. It also just makes me think, what is? I'm just scared for the next game now because I don't yeah. know what it looks like with Draymond coming back. It's like I don't know. Watching this today, it just it just felt so much less stressful. I don't know if it's because we were at home or. If it was Draymond wasn't out there, I feel like Steph just got to control the game more, which was I don't know. Like what did they do? What did they do different on defense? Because like I feel like Steph was just Steph had more freedom today. I feel like last game they were like sending just a double, just two, three guys at him. But I don't know. Today was today just felt smooth sailing pretty much, and I don't know how much that oh, was because I, I thought you were talking about the. 
Warriors defense. You're talking about the Kings defense against the Warriors. Yeah, the Kings defense. Gotcha. Yeah, like what yeah. Did they, like why no, would yeah, it felt like Steph was able to do yeah. more today. Me and Daryl touched I think me and Daryl talked about this a little little bit, but I feel like I don't know if I heard somebody on the broadcast or somewhere or somebody tweeted it, but just it's the four it's like you got it's gonna be if you don't have Looney and Draymond both out there. You're probably at this point in the playoffs going to have four guys that are confident shooting. Like even yeah. like Kaminga is going to take that corner three and actually isn't bad at it at this point. Like type thing. It's like it's going to be four dudes that you have to respect from three, and it, that's where you kind of feel like the thing they haven't been able to take advantage of. Everybody's kind of like you got to attack the rim. They're not a good paint defense team. Kind of ignoring the fact that. Yeah, it's, it's Draymond and Looney. And again, they're, they're amazing. It works amazing really well. They're great defense, and a lot of times it works well on offense, but it's harder to get shots around the rim. So I think that's what opened it up. Um, I think I think that's the part of me and Dan we're talking about. I don't know. Like this year, the, the pool party, whatever, the Steph pool, any combination of Steph pool and Clay hasn't really worked this year, and it seemed like the first time it did. And I think it was surprising that it was Wiggins and Looney because I feel like that's probably the version we've seen the least of that lineup. Yeah. You know what I mean? So I don't know. It'll be like you said. It'll be interesting to see what this means for Game Four, actually. But my bad. Go oh, ahead. Yeah. Oh, they so bad about jumping in and out of the season, not watching as much. Like, am I a real fan? Anything? It all comes back down to the same thing. Words, words, same old words, man. You know, dribble penetration. They said we was last in the league in turnovers this year. Oh, you got the most turnovers? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, Per yeah, game? Definitely. I don't know if that was oh, the yeah, most no, that was just no, old. That was no, old they, no, definitely. Yeah, yeah. They were. Jordan Poole yeah, led yeah. the league in turnovers, no, I'm yeah. pretty sure. Yeah, yeah. I was saying, this team, this team still, I feel like I still still see this team as this, uh, yeah, we just, I guess, the same same kind of flaws and just the team is very reliant on uh, Jeremiah Green. Playmaking. Uh, tip on the night to night basis, and it's interesting to see. Interesting to see. Even this year was interesting to see what they play without him, but um, or even play without Steph. Just I guess the playmakers that they're used to having, realizing things changing has to be different. But uh, yeah, being able to get penetration, being able to get paint touches, being able to get the ball, get, get the ball to pass it, this team is interested. I guess it's uh. I guess it's kind of why they've been so doing Dan by pool probably all season mm-hmm. is because he does that's what he gives you. Like if he's just Jordan Pool is good, he's giving you a lot of paint touches, but he's gonna be he's gonna give you a lot of general penetration with the good high percentage look for him at the rim or looks for other people if he's making the right decision and having a decent day controlling the ball. Uh, but outside of that, it's like what I think the Warriors have always as a matter, even at their best, I have always I suffered from is that in just the way the system works is Stephen Curry is the only cons- only the one consistently penetrating or having to find penetration, find find the penetration. Mm-hmm. Everyone else, it's about finding out. I feel like the role we're a passing team. We're a great passing team. That's what we're based on. You got to find. You got to be a good passer and figuring out how to make the right reads, the right passes, the right cuts, and how to how to score off the right how to score off the sets, how to make the right read, how to make the and it's not there's I don't think there's any really room and they don't really even have, haven't had to I don't think it's even a focus of development especially with what the what they do with the small forward position if you look at Harrison KD and Wing, you're not uh until you get to Jordan Poole Jordan Poole I don't think they've ever had to try to create this new slot of we need you to create things off the dribble we need you to create things off the dribble it's always been 
even Sean, I would throw into the KD Wiggins Wiggins tier of like the kind of looks they're getting when they go one on one. It's not we're just kind of break pausing the offense. Like we're pausing we're pausing it so that they can go down low, and we we're really gonna split that back that everything like that. So we're gonna have we can have offense stuff like that. But pool is the first time that we're seeing them have to figure out like how do we. Only Curry's ever been in this position where we've been looking to a guy to do this. Like only Curry's the only person that Curry and Curry, Curry and Curry in this system have looked to not be, you know, or at least to be more than just a uh, player who, who gets plays who can uh, help them uh, with all the off-ball things that they do on offense. That's what they rely on. Oh yeah, yeah no, it's like, it, yeah no, it's it does really all fall. It's funny how much of the ball penetration really just comes down to pool Curry and Wiggins. Um, Far from what you're saying, so I mean Wiggins is nice, and I I go underrate by how good Wiggins is at probably finding when Wiggins is on, he really he's really good at finding the penetration within the offense within the system. I think like even like all three of these first three games have kind of shown the difference in this year and last year in terms of talent. At least like yeah, it's harder. Like I don't know, like it's just there's not a lot of talent here, not a lot of depth or talent here. And and yeah, it, yeah, it seems when you're playing Draymond and Looney together, you don't have probably the big miss of Otto Porter. Otto Porter, yes, feels like a really big not have Otto Porter feels really big. Even last season when we had Otto Porter versus we had Otto, had an Otto Porter who was making shots between we didn't have Otto Porter or didn't have Otto Porter making shots. Like the difference in how easy this thing thing get is like huge. Like like it just like it goes from like over oh, pretty good to like oh no, like nobody can really keep up with us. So still still implies the difference still in the difference of the time level of this season. Yeah. Uh-huh. Like, well, okay, we're talking about the game actually. Like, yeah, oh, no, for they, real. They played, played pretty well. Yeah, and I was going to just run it down. Loon, you know, Loon, I feel like that's the thing is like where this goes. Looney, like how does Loon, Loon, you know, Loon, Loon having a big game with the assist playing the Draymond role mm-hmm. and giving us, giving us a lot of, giving us the playmaking and passing that this offense needs from the big man spot, but also we have more space to get Good night. Good night. Yeah, no, Looney. I think that's a, that's a good point to hit. I think we were talking about the talking about the space and that why it looked different. But I think probably why it even could look as good as it did. Right, is that you have the spacing, but Looney's capable of doing a version of like he's not capable of being Draymond like on offense, like as a passer in any way, shape, or form. But he knows the actions. He can set screens, and like you showed tonight, he can hit the spots. He can hit guys in the spots when you get to play four out in space. Not four out when you get to run kind of the Warrior system where you have four offensive threats, four shooting threats on the court. Actually, um, so yeah, it's gonna be really interesting. Next game's gonna. I think that's a hard part not to look ahead because I think Man. this game. Twenty-three. I think kind of Jordan. <laughs> uh, I think Jordan hit on it. Um, and like probably the first thing you really said coming into the game is just you saw something click on offense. I think for them, and it doesn't even mean that Draymond's not a part of it, but it's just that thing that they learn kind of on and off in series. Some series are different. It's like you got to split them. They just they're not gonna. Unless it's not. This maybe not. Maybe you can't take advantage of this team the way you want to. If you're playing both of them, maybe Sabonis's job is a little too easy, like on defense. If you got both of them out there, or the more you have both of them out there, so it's going to be interesting you, to see. You can take forward. more advantage of him. Yeah, yeah exactly. Take more advantage of him. Well, I mean, they haven't been. There. They didn't do really do much at all in the first two games, like as far as attacking the rim goes. Yeah. So, but yeah, I know what you mean. Yeah, no. but without, yeah, um, that was 
towards the end of the tough, man. That, that still leaves me very discouraged about this team just because the flip one looks bad, it looks bad, and they're not a good low seed. Yeah, that, that's what they look like. Look, yeah, they weren't getting any penetration like at all in Austin, uh, in Sacramento. It's just very, very, very discouraging. Any uh any any Moody thoughts? Moody Moody has some moments. Moody came in and played played some decent uh minutes in the spots. He needed needed another body with Draymond being out, and he played well. Should be playing more. Yeah, should have been playing yeah. more. Just that was, I was about to say that's the other one who had a decent game out of everybody. Just from the jump too. I don't know. It's crazy how he's still able to respond with Kerr throwing him into the fire like that. Mm-hmm. Just. Every time. I feel like he gets minutes every time on some random stuff. And it's like, damn. And well, it's not every time. But he had a decent kind of rough start to the season. So I, I, I don't know how to contextualize. That's the thing. Why were we playing Anthony Lamb so, so much if this is what he's going to do? Like, if you're you're going to end up making Moody the That's the first minute he got his game. Moody got in last game too, right? Uh, say it again. Yeah, Moody is this is like yeah. last night, last night. Moody might have played all three, honestly. Definitely yeah, last all three, two. right? Yeah. 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 Is that a good moment? Uh, yeah. I, come back to I guess if this team has any chance of this series and I think Augur and I think Moody and Kaminga have to very Moody Kaminga and full full, like obviously, but Moody and Kaminga too, especially going forward, like in the second round, third round. Like we're gonna need just games from them. We're gonna need moments games and moments from them. Yeah. I think pools hurt. You get a Moody's the one where it just didn't get the runtime, but he's like, yeah. I've always been high on Moses. Yeah, I feel like Kerr probably thinks it's all going according to plans, building up just like it's supposed to. Because well, he would be the next Looney. I mean, with Kerr, yeah, he's like all right, dude. Feels like, like it should be. Twenty-eight. He's gonna be the perfect Golden State Warrior. Like it's all right. Yeah. Like, I guess he could be ready two years earlier. No, that's what I was gonna. Well, that's what I was gonna say. Like, I feel like in Kerr's head, it's all going going according to plan. But it's like, bro, like we all said it. This, this isn't Spurs. Like, as much as the Warriors wanted to be new Spurs, this season was not a San Antonio Spurs like basketball season. You're not. You're not good yeah, enough. To, like, you're not good enough to have. Now Patty Mills. Who was the one? Was it Gary Neal? Somebody. Whoever. They had a good player that was just kind of. They led just Corey Joseph. That's who it was. Corey Joseph just got to spend like half a season in the G League, where it's like. They could afford that. They're a fifty-win team. I don't know. Oh, yeah. Kind of to your guys' point, like if Ty Jerome's not gonna make the roster, playoff roster, and the guy you pick over him, Anthony Lamb, isn't really gonna get minutes. What was the point of playing both those guys over him as much as you did? And it's like partially, like I'm in the thick of it. I get it. You're trying to win games, and you feel like this is how you win games. But so I don't know. It feels like. I think the part that no, never mind. I was gonna say I was gonna throw uh, a player that's not on the team under the bus. That's not. We don't need to blame him for this. They do. <laughs> we don't need to blame him for this. Nah, it's okay. We don't even need to go. There. It ain't his fault. It, you don't gotta blame J Dub. You blame white man Joe Lake. Joe Lake is out here. We're doing an F minus job, and everybody else picking up flat. Yeah, that's a point. Joe Lake's input is negative, negatory. He's been Joe Lake has been a negative to this team for over seven hundred days now, or for about seven hundred days now <laughs> since two thousand and twenty. So that's about 700 days. That's at least seven times. That's almost three years. Maybe a thousand. I'm close to a thousand days. Joe Lake has been a negative. And uh, it's probably the fallout of a long fallout. I didn't think Jerry West maybe should stay. Long fallout. Stuff. Just the voices changing, egos building. 
everybody should be finding more respect. I find I, I was hating on Steve Kerr for a long time, but I feel like he like or hope Lakers finds more reverence for Kerr and Curry. But it seems to be finding more reverence. <laughs> I don't know if that should happen at all. <laughs> Didn't do it. I feel it. Uh, let's have Moody. When he decided to be in the draft. Wait, say that one more time. Very, very, he's got said since twenty twenty. He's been very opinionated about who should play, about about well, you bring up wise like that. Then Lakers had a lot more opinions about. I've never seen him have opinions about players playing on the the things that happen on the basketball court. Past, you know, like you know, keeping it cordial and trusting Kerr and my, the Kerr trusting what Kerr and my do. Kind of, so. but he's more confident, more confident where that comes. Winning, winning makes things easy, man. When you're winning every year, your your boss can't get that can't uh can't justify tinkering if you keep winning. He's, 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 yeah, so his 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 opponents, his peers, are a very unintelligent group. <laughs> so he probably feels very confident and cocky about where he's at compared to the other twenty guys. Yeah, they're also pretty well. they're also all cheap as hell. Yeah, the bar is hell. The bar is in hell. Mm-hmm. Uh, any other thoughts from this one? I'm trying to see Wiggins. Wiggins did his thing. I was saying, scared of this team, the lack of depth on this. Kind of scared of the lack of depth on this team. Just going forward. Hope they can believe in that Curry can pull these series out. But. Speaking of that, do y'all see Michael Green yeah. getting into it with, with, yeah. with Kenny Atkinson? I, was I forgot he was on our team for a second. <laughs> he came in today. But, yeah, that was weird. Yeah, I couldn't. I couldn't really tell. I feel like, yeah. I wonder if it's that. I wonder if it was like, bro. These are these may be the only ten, like whatever. Like the how much do you play today? Yeah, ten. The only ten minutes I played these, I'm gonna play in these playoffs just happened, and I feel like y'all are gonna blame this, like the bad minutes. Like I don't know. You just tell you about to get pulled out. You know you're not going back in. Then somebody want to tell you what you could have done better right in that moment. You ain't trying to hear that shit. I don't know. It's a it's a tough spot to be. Well, I think in. long season thing. It's like you know he's had, excuse me, sorry, excuse, uh, but yeah, he's had like yeah, struggled. He struggled all season. Struggled with the injury. Struggled with the jump shot. Struggled to get minutes or get consistent minutes. So. Definitely see the pressure kind of building on both sides. So like, I can't imagine what the film room actually is like with <laughs> them trying to break down. Or probably help. Them. Like, what's the film room like with Michael Green and the assistant coaches all season? Because it's like, you know, for him, it has. They probably just yeah, coaches wanted more out of him. Probably needed. Probably probably understanding the injury side of it. But but yeah, it seems like that moment was just yeah, it was weird in the sense of like yeah, I wonder how ugly or how what's the how awkward maybe this has gotten. You know, when mm-hmm. they're just so strapped. The front court's the whole thing. It's just, we have such a big front court. It's great. <laughs> yeah. You so much so you forget that he's even there. Like, I guess that's why it, why it is. And you know so, what? No, it helps with yeah. the front court splitting up Draymond and Kevon Louie. Yep. Yep. They can play a lot of power forwards for the rest of the series. We have enough to do before. At least go Kaminga out there. Yes. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. So, if... That's a good way. So that's I'll ask y'all. If they do, if they do split them up, it's kind of a twofold question. Do you take Draymond out the starting lineup, which I don't think you're allowed to do, but would you do it? And Or would you take Looney out? And if so, who are you putting in? Are you leaving Pool in? Are you going with Kaminga instead? Because I don't think I like Pool as the starter in that lineup if 
Draymond or Looney's coming off the bench in a weird way. I feel like I'm gonna pull off the bench in that scenario. Yeah. But I would take. I'll probably actually going that way. I'll probably start Draymond mm-hmm. just because what's it called? Alex Lynn's gonna come in at some point. Yeah. Or that just Looney out there just for that because I feel like they they've already been struggling with rebounds in general. Yeah. But no, I'll probably be like the yeah. The only reason I would say Looney off the bench, but mm-hmm. even I don't know. Uh, I'll take that. Yeah, Looney off the bench. You start. You keep pull, or you go with Kaminga or Dante or. Person, me, I, <laughs> I would take uh, Kaminga or Kaminga at least yeah. Kaminga. But yeah, pull. Maybe I don't know. Yeah, I don't know if he's hurt or what or yeah, his ankle. Seems like somebody, I feel like somebody who's been at the game is saying he just it doesn't look like he can get separation. He said even his jump shot looks weird. Yeah. And then, uh, was like some of the first three quarters, he had like seventeen points on like like six of eight or something like that, and he's just been asked like ever since, like essentially when the ankle shit happened, and it's just I think he might just be hurt, which which sucks, but um, yeah, that's why I mean even more reason why I feel like yeah, I feel like I like I like Kaminga in that spot. No one Kerr, I could see him trying some weird. It'd be funny if he tried the weird shit and actually tried Moody just after a few good games. Yeah, because Dante hasn't. That's Dante's well, been struggling. Too. That's the other weird. Yeah, one. Dante's yeah, been struggling. That's, just... that's because Dante is that's one punch above where he's supposed. Dante's perfect for this team. It's just we ask a lot of us. It's just yeah. like, why are we asking so much of Dante? Like, we got to the end of the season. I mean, we get to the end of the season. I just be thinking when I watch, like, why are we asking so much of Dante doing team? So it's awesome when he gets off of the rebounds. When he do what he do, and like when he gets hot from three, I feel like. Nah, like we really just rely on this guy like a lot, like yeah. like consistently. Like I feel comfortable with him having the ball in his hands. Then mm-hmm. some, like yeah, when Bulls start struggling, just like yeah, just realize kind of how how how, how yeah. lack of depth on this team. And I'll give him credit. We're, we saying need a couple we're saying he's struggling. It really is just the shot. The shot just hasn't been there. He may have not been as effective the last two games as he was tonight. But tonight he did. He had eight assists, eight assists, seven yeah, rebounds. Okay, he's doing his thing. Um, yeah, he just jumper hasn't been there. Really, offense in general hasn't been there. It's just been weird because this Kings team is not great on defense. It feels like everybody but Steph and at stretches, Wiggins and Clay have really struggled to find offense. It's a surprising thing. Where are they actually at so defensively? They like they weren't. They're one of the better road defenses in the league. The Kings. I would yeah. assume you gotta can't really win on the road without that. So. Did both of y'all turn your cameras off or is this okay, cool. No. Um But yeah, actually that'll be worth checking to see how where they actually were. Um But yeah, I don't know. Actually wait, I have a spreadsheet with that. I'll find it. Give me a second. Um, any other thoughts on the game? Looney's a warrior for life. Steph Curry's a warrior for life. Everybody else better get their shit together and prove that you better be, that, you, that you belong here. Actually, I was just about to say I feel like we didn't even get good shot, or at least the first. I feel like the first quarter, first half, our shot selection wasn't really. At some point in the second quarter, somebody really tweeted they had taken twenty-one threes already. So yeah. yeah, that's the first. Yeah, they were. That was the first quarter. Was when I was probably most discouraged and was nervous to see how this game was going to go. But I was just, yeah, it was one of those times. Like, why are we asking Dante to do so much? 
we're not getting any pen- dribble penetration. It felt like we weren't getting any dribble penetration. We were settling for outside shots, but it also felt like there was nothing we could do to get inside shots. It was like this is yeah, the routine of yeah, yeah, heavily relying on passing and turns the ball over a lot. <laughs> gotta get, gotta knock down the threes in order to get anything inside. Get the pace going. Get, get the, get the backdoor cuts. Get the I think the game just opens up, the offense opens up, and you get better looks inside the three point line. You hit three, but oh boy, that, that's the way it started. It didn't start the way it started. It felt it didn't feel like it was going to go well, or it was going to feel, feel like a great offensive game unless that that was going to turn it up. You got a good thing. Did you get forty? Thirty six. Um. Yeah, no, yeah, that's the thing. I think that's the interesting part. Just long term, it just seemed like Steph's really going to have to be that guy. For all, which he didn't have to be that guy for all four rounds. I mean, he kind of was, but he didn't have to start like the first three games of the series in Denver. He's gonna have to be that guy this, this entire time. We had a team. There's a lot. Um, any other any other last oh. Warriors thoughts before we maybe move over to Little Clippers Suns? We don't have to talk about it much. Probably can get to preview on tomorrow. Booty, save the season, dog. <laughs> For sure. Uh, hey, Red. So let's jump. Let's jump to Clippers. Clippers Suns. I feel like we probably mostly all caught the end of this um, because, sorry, I think we probably all caught the end of this because we were watching the Warriors game. Um, but the Clippers made it interesting. No Kawhi. We probably should start there. Kawhi, Kawhi did not play. Kawhi is questionable. For game three, we or game four, I'm sorry. The Suns and Clippers kind of got screwed with the scheduling. If you look at it, maybe compared to a team like the Lakers or the Warriors who have gotten, or in those series where there's been kind of like adequate time off. I don't think the Suns have gotten, Suns or Clippers have gotten more than a day off since the playoffs started. I'm pretty sure that's right. Haven't got, maybe they got two days off on Saturday. I don't know if I remember if they play Saturday or Sunday. And they play on Saturday. I was looking at that today. I was like, why are they playing again tomorrow? Yeah, no, it's wild. They're playing on Saturday. Um, They're going to play game four. Somebody's playing game three, right? Tomorrow, right? Yeah, I think think LeBron might be playing game three on Saturday unless they're playing it tomorrow. Um, No, I think it's Saturday. Yeah, I think the Grizzlies and Lakers aren't playing game three until Saturday. And that's the crazy part. That's at 7 p.m., I'm pretty sure, on Saturday, West Coast time at least. (laughs) And... The Suns Clippers are playing at twelve thirty. So like, it's not even they're not even getting the full two days off. They're playing a game yeah. at seven p.m. and then a game at twelve thirty. That's wild. A day and a half later. It's kind of crazy. I want to double check that to make sure I have it right, but I'm like ninety percent. Yeah, no, sure. they're right. Yeah. yeah, no. Grizzlies, Warriors, Lakers, Grizzlies play seven o'clock. They haven't played. They played yesterday in the Clippers. Mm-hmm. Clippers Suns play twelve thirty Saturday. That's crazy. That's yeah, so yeah, everybody's playing. Oh, no, they're playing. The Heat and the Bucks are playing their game three. I, only thing I will say is the four or five thing. Like technically, right? Like the if you're trying to give the high seed the, the best advantage, route, and the yeah. four or five is the ones who should get the shortest end of the stick in terms of mm-hmm. scheduling, because that's where you get the one, two, and three get their rest. Or prioritize the rest of the one, two, and three. Why but not? it just so happens that LeBron. I I get it. Why not just put LeBron and Ja at the twelve thirty spot? 
the Saturday ABC. No, maybe because it's yeah. ABC. Oh, it's not ABC. It's TNT. Is that what that is? ESPN gets the good 1230? games. It's 12.30, um, which is usually the ABC premiere spot, but I guess. TNT I mean, they, they NBA TV these dudes, so I don't know how they feel about it. <laughs> yeah. That's what I was saying, but like I guess because they like, couldn't probably put like, LeBron. Because yeah. if it's ABC, like why not just put John LeBron at the twelve thirty spot? Because that's like a big, like just that's the, that's the premier spot. Yeah. I think that's where they play. LeBron, on even though they just put LeBron. Yeah, instead of seven p.m. Yeah. Seven p.m. on a Saturday is kind of a weird time, but yeah, that's just yeah. But all that to say, Kawhi is gonna Kawhi is not getting a long gap here in between the last time he played and when he's going to try to play again. And he wasn't ready to go tonight, and he's got to play again in about 36 hours, I think, something like that. That might not be – yeah, no, about 36 hours. Um, it's a tough spot. Clippers still put up a really good fight. Or any thoughts on the Kawhi thing first before we get into the Clippers putting up a good fight without him? Oh, I, I feel like – I feel like uh, Kawhi is gonna play enough to get out this series. I don't. I don't believe in the Suns, man. I ain't yeah. gonna lie. I really I mean, the hater to me. My game, just see yeah. Katie and Chris Paul both go home. It'd be pretty funny. Yeah, that's big. They need Devin Booker. Didn't Booker drop like forty or something no, tonight. Booker went off again tonight. Yeah, Booker had a great, great game tonight. I feel like he went off he last was- one too. He's been. He's the one. That's one. He's the one that stays. KD and Devin Booker. Are, again, I keep predicting they're gonna lose this series. Kind of like you, and maybe it's a little bit of hate. But if it happens, nobody yeah, yeah. else is on this team different. next year but Chris Paul or but Devin Booker and Kevin Durant. Booker had forty-five. Yeah. Gosh, Booker had forty-five. I'm feeling it with um uh the. I throw the Clippers and the Suns kind of in the same category with the Warriors. And the way I'm looking at all three of them, there's, well, yeah, that's, that's four, five, and six too. But mm-hmm. I guess I feel like uh, are we under? Did we underestimate the Nuggets? Are we underestimating the Nuggets and the Kings? For me, I guess in my head, am I under? Have I underestimated the Nuggets? Underestimated the Nuggets and the Kings? Because in my mm-hmm. head, I guess I always went to. Somehow the Warriors or Lakers come out of one side of the bracket, and somehow the Suns and the Clippers come out the other side of the bracket. Now I'm looking at the Warriors, Suns, Clippers, and the Lakers, and the Lakers, the Lakers in there too. I mean, all four of those teams, like, like the the, the depth. I wonder who has the most depth out of those four teams. It might be the Lakers, but uh, just yeah, this the idea of just the lack of continuity that these teams have is just really scary. I guess once we now that we're into the playoffs, and I guess how do they fare against just how like the effect of how good the Nuggets and the Kings are playing together, the health, the health that they, the good, the good health that they've had, and like, yes, those just really good teams. They're really good teams. I don't, I don't know if I can see where I look at the so after these what we've seen so far. Not looking at not just the Warriors. I drag everybody down through the Warriors with us. But even after the Warriors got the win, like two one, the Warriors are down two one. Like, I'm looking at all of them. I guess the Suns, but they were the Warriors and the Lakers. Like they are not as threatening as I thought they were because these teams have a lot to deal with in terms of their depth and their and the lack of continuity. And I think the Nuggets and the Kings definitely look encouraging at the Nuggets. Nuggets are just a really good team. And then there's they haven't been healthy in the playoffs for a while. For a while, so it's hard to see either. I'm not not really too encouraged by either of them. I think Kawhi White. I think Kawhi can get rid of the Nuggets and the Kings easily. Or 
I think Kawhi, if Kawhi gets Damn. past this first round, I think he could run through the rest of the West if he wanted to. Healthy, healthy Paul George coming healthy. back round two. Yeah, yeah, yeah okay, Paul that's George. That's the part. Yeah, he is Paul George back. It's different. Without that's Paul, the thing. I don't even know. I look at that team. Like, yeah, he doesn't. I, I mean, no. How that's the thing. Have you watched they them? They rely play? on Bones and Russ. Yes, Bones, Russ, and Eric Gordon are a lot. Like, but I know. Just that. Like, Bones, Russ, and Eric Gordon. Eric Gordon's, a hoop. Very, Eric Gordon's the best one out of all of them. He's only been on the team for like three weeks. Like, I know. Have continuity. <laughs> you know, I'm it's bad. weird. Oh, wait, what? I'm nah, it's saying. weird, but it's just, I don't know. I don't know. It's because, like, I feel like you gave Kawhi. I feel like Kawhi has, the fact seeing Kawhi being able to do that, do all this, even just without mm-hmm. Paul George, it's like, I think Kawhi just has, he has just enough, like, right now, like, just with this team. And it's, I don't know. Well, Plus, was, he's, I, he's I, I not tired. Like, well, yeah. what I was gonna say off of George, which off Jordan's point was, uh, what they remind me of, or how you were kind of saying with the group is like they remind me of, uh, LeBron James and Ty, the team that LeBron James and Ty Lue won a championship with. Just a lot of weird basketball players like Richard yeah. Jefferson, Channing Fry, Matthew Dellavedova. Like it's a lot yeah. of just weird but effective. At they have particular, a lot. Yeah, just it's one of those things. Paul George is not Kyrie Irving, but also. He's not Kyrie Irving. That's a good and a bad thing. It depends, like, offense, defense, who knows who's more effective. Kyrie was really good in the finals. I don't think Paul George can be that good in the finals. But also Kawhi's Kawhi. And I don't know if they're – I mean, they're not going to play a team as good as the 15-16 Warriors also. So. Yeah, yeah. Um, no, yeah, they're, they're pretty interesting. If they, could, they could separate from the category. They just – yeah, I mean, you even look at – I feel like Robert Covington just doesn't play sometimes. It's just like, like I don't know what that team – like, just I mean, Has he played this entire series? Yeah, I've seen them. Yeah, I don't um, think so. Yeah, they're just, they're confusing, but I guess they're the ones that does. They do feel like they have a little bit more, especially if Paul comes back. They feel like they have a little bit more than the Warriors and the Suns and the the Lakers do. But the Suns, yeah, I guess that's where we're at with this series, and whether they can pull out this series too. It's just like the Suns have the Suns have. Yeah, I guess the Suns and Lakers. The KD, the KD Booker, and the LeBron AD factor, and then the Warriors and the Clippers. I'm looking at like. As we're going into the Warriors, I guess the, the confident part we were feeling, the confidence Warrior fans was feeling, was like, all right, we got GP2 back, we got Woods back. This is kind of a different team. Like, this is a different team when you put it all together. And I think we were doing the same thing. Like, the Lakers had a different team, and they were putting it all together. The Clippers quickly grabbed Westbrook and Bones Highland, and they were put, and Eric Gordon, and were putting it all together. And then the Suns grabbed Katie, and were putting it all together. But it just, I guess, yeah, you look at the, the Suns and the Lakers, the ones that have the, the two individual talents who are probably Booker somewhere top 15, 20, LeBron AD when they're on the top 10. So it just, they, I guess they, are the Clippers going to be able to handle that? I guess is, uh, I don't know. It's like getting through like Ooh. with this. I think this one goes full, the, the Clippers' sons. Like is this one going full six or seven. Are they going to be able to handle the fact that the Clippers do have Booker and KD? Because I don't, I'm looking at the sons. Looking at the Suns, having or looking at the Suns the same way, a similar way. I'm looking at those at the rest of those teams, and that I don't know if Monty knows what to do with all anything after those players, <laughs> like anything after his yeah. his kind of core guys. Even Chris, like I don't, I feel like he's even lost. Probably what him and Chris are probably even confused on what the role is supposed to be with anything after the top two players. But those two, those top two players are really good, and it's two of them. And Curry and Kawhi are alone, I guess, is that kind of thing. They don't have somebody else right now to get through this round. Like, I don't, they don't have Paul George or Seth doesn't have <laughs> Seth or uh, his Warriors. <laughs> but, yeah, uh, like, can, can the Clippers get through this, get through 
Because, yeah, if he does, then, yeah, we can give him what a shot. You, wait, do you think the Suns are winning the series? I picked the Clippers, but now after Kawhi misses a game and he's questionable oh, yeah, for the I guess next that game. Part. I guess, okay, let me oh, take, let no, me take man. it back. If Kawhi comes back for game three and plays, What was wrong with Kawhi today? What they say? What was a it? Knee sprain. Knee sprain? Uh, okay. His knee, his knee hurts. I think he's no, that's the thing. I think he's coming back and just I think I think Kawhi I feel like Kawhi in the back of his head knows he can win this series and get a sneak a break in there real quick, okay? Because like I I feel like that's the thing. It also just scares me because I I had the Clippers winning the series, but like it scared me tonight because like oh uh, y'all could have y'all could have won tonight even with Booker yeah. dropping forty with Booker dropping forty five Kawhi plays tonight the Clippers probably win. Just like uh, I don't know. It's just I, I like the I like their team right now. The Westbrook's happy. He's just, he's back with Paul George. Uh, yeah. Doesn't seem like it's just no no L A drama. It's just like, Kawhi is just Kawhi. It's Paul George Tyler. basketball. They have Russell yeah, I feel like Westbrook. it's just set up perfect. Set up perfect for KD to go home to Westbrook or KD to go home to Westbrook and Kawhi. Just the, he, the he other best. That's why I think this is going six or seven. If Kawhi out here, we're going to get to game six. And it'll be like, Kawhi done, done for the series or something like that. And we'll be like, oh, man. Like, I don't know. They needed this one. Like, yeah, I guess that's the whole thing. If Kawhi, why I'm so already so skeptical is like, yeah, they, they Kawhi plays tonight. They probably win, but he couldn't play tonight. Like, it's just he's already kind of damning himself a little bit. Just you're leaving the door open for Kevin Durant and, and, yeah. and, and them, but was playing really well. Like, it just there. And they've just had a really good game. So now they're going to be rolling into the next one. So, yes, you, he, he was there. That's kind of that's there. the other side of your point, though. They had, they had a really good game them. and they won by five. I think that was the crazy part. Like, literally, if yeah. Bones Highland makes that three, it's a two point game with 20 seconds yeah. left. Like, that was the, or just to George's point about the vibes. The vibes are weird on this team. Like, literally, they closed this game with Russell Westbrook. Terrence Mann, Bones Highland, Eric Gordon, and Norman Powell. That was their closing five for like the last four and a half minutes of this game. And it was working. It was weird. Just they had all three of the guards out. Like, I don't know. It's a weird team. It's probably, yeah, Kawhi, it all comes Bones down to Kawhi. Crazy. So. And I'll probably see that. Just, say it again. I said Westbrook and Bones is crazy. I just got to see that. Yeah, I know. It's just wild. It's wild. Oh, yeah. No, it's cracking me up. It is hilarious. I don't – what the – I would rather see them win. Pull it out. I'm a little bit of a Chris Paul, Kevin Durant hater. But Chris Paul hater more than anything in the world. But, but oh, man, can they actually do – it's Westbrook, man. It's Westbrook. It's Westbrook. 30 yeah. points, Westbrook 30 and 12, 30, 12 and 8 tonight. Westbrook is here. This is a perfect situation for him right now. It's still, it's that's the thing. I feel like he came in at the right time, regardless of like having a jail. And that's the thing. It just straight right into just right into the playoffs. Mm-hmm. Just it's nothing else to worry about and for like, Westbrook right now. And, like, and he gets and he, he gets to play against KD and Chris Paul first first round. It's just Kawhi doesn't have a problem with him, and he seems to really love he loves Paul George. So it's I don't know. I feel like it's just good energy right now around him. Paul George George gonna hurt was like not good for the team, but kind of worked out for him because like, oh, they actually like need me to actually be like the second best player on the team now. He been he been rocking. I mean, he missed a lot of shots that first game, but you know they won. He had a good. So they look okay. I give them it. I say they look a little more like I need to see what the hell happens in the next Laker game. But uh, they look, I guess, the Clippers separating them from their group a little Mm -hmm. bit. The Warriors. Sons group to say they look a little bit more like a little bit more like this 
just what that depth is, I guess, what that roster is. It doesn't make so much sense like the rest of them do, but yeah, I can see it. Or Paul George comes back too. Like I can see, friend. They're all in weird spots because that's the things. Like I think the Warriors, the Warriors haven't won me back yet, but they they did what they had to do. They pulled out a good win. If they do another one, then you know you got to start a three game series. You got to really consider it. Um, the Clippers really just all comes down to Kawhi. Who knows? But the Suns, you know, if the Suns do what they did tonight again, or do a more convincing version of what they did tonight again in Game Four, then yeah, you know. I don't know if they're beating the Nuggets. Oh, that's an interesting one. Do they beat the Nuggets? I think the Clippers-Nuggets is a fun series. I really don't know which way it, way it goes. But I feel like people would think Phoenix is going to beat Denver, and I don't. I think it may be more similar where that's kind of a toss-up. I don't know. Toss-up? I don't know. Oh, I'm not sure. The West is. West is going to get interesting. I feel like just whether the series is going to be exciting or not. I guess with that one, you can't go wrong. Jokic-Durant or Jokic-Clippers uh, is going to be fun either way. Sack beats us. They run in. They run in whoever they play next. Lakers or Grizzlies. That was what I was gonna mm. ask. That's probably the next because they've only played because they've only played two games. That's like the really. That's like that's the one we not we're not sure about. Especially because I don't think anybody thinks Miami's pulling it out in Game Three somehow. But yeah, what's the oh yeah Lakers. yeah Lakers? I want we I want to jump back to Cavs Knicks because that's Friday. But before that. Just now that we're there, Lakers, Lakers, Grizzlies. This what what's happening? What is this what happens in the rest of the series? This is one we feel like we know the least about because it's only been the two games. And both teams had the game they looked good. So it's the Lakers, so it's just gonna be drama. George said that uh, what the Clippers getting the drama out. I don't know what this series is gonna be. It's gonna be drama though. Six, seven games of drama. Oh yeah, straight to win. that actually because you said it. Uh, just let, yeah, this is not even talk about when Dylan Brooks. Where are the oh, Brooks no. thoughts, thoughts for the rest y'all of the season? Y'all saw the post game interview, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Wait, yeah. what happened? I don't he know. Called you didn't see? He called. He said, "Oh wait, did Mike?" Yeah, yeah, I told you that the other night. He said yeah, he called yeah. LeBron old. <laughs> Just, uh, he said he called yeah. LeBron old and uh, said, "I don't really respect the guy." Something about until, until he, he gives, gives me forty. 40 yeah, yeah. Let's see if I can pull it up. Actually, oh, man. <laughs> LeBron about to waste all his energy. <laughs> No, I was gonna, I was, that's what I was saying. I said, he tried to date him. I was like, every, every podcast I listen to now, we talking about how the Lakers need to run their office through. The Lakers office looks so much better when they run it through Anthony Davis and, Le, and not through LeBron. Uh, LeBron going out there trying to score 40 is the last thing they need. He's he too good. He can just play whatever role he needs to play. I don't, I don't care. He's old. I poke bears. I don't respect someone until he gives me 40. Uh, I'll give one. I'll be right back. Yeah. yeah, the Lakers. Well, how much time did they win the Grizzlies? Ah, uh, it was a fairly convincing win. I need to pull it up actually though. Yeah, it'll be interesting. Lakers coming back home, that's the only interesting part of it. Um haven't played a home game there yet. Crowd's gonna be kinda crazy. <clears throat> Grizzlies won by ten. Lakers handle business? Do you think they handle business two in a row? I have no idea, man. He did yeah, four for 14 in the last one. That's tough. What did Jaron do? Uh, 18, 18 and 9. Typical Jaron game, three blocks. 40 minutes. Good for you, Jaron. 40 minutes. I don't think that was ever possible for him in a playoff game. 
Only Jaren Jackson on the court for 40 minutes. I don't think he gonna, I don't think the Grizzlies lose a game with Jaren Jackson on the court for yeah, forty plus minutes. Probably explains the A V struggling tonight or struggling for the night too. Hey, AD, 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 AD. The entire NBA, <laughs> the entire NBA. Jaron Jackson on the court for 40 minutes. The entire NBA is a struggle. Yeah, no. AD, AD, huh? I don't know. Uh, I just haven't liked what I've seen from him this. Or yeah, his last game was tough. Yeah. yeah. He was solid game one. Game two, he was he was rough. Um, So, yeah, Lakers, you probably feel like – is Shannon allowed in the building anymore? I don't know. I'm wondering. I'm just kind of curious what's going to happen in this game. There's just a lot of pieces to it. Mm. But I don't know. It's first game in L.A.? Yep, first game in L.A. Saturday. Off the Dylan Brooks quotes Saturday night. It'll be interesting. It's going to be some fireworks. It should be fun. Good way to close off the night. Um, Ryan took a double. Say it again. Ron triple-double. Ron only yeah. had five, like. Or ooh, he only had like three assists last game. Yeah, I was surprised he got 20, 28 and twelve. But yeah, three assists yeah. is kind of crazy. He been he doesn't he doesn't really run the ball anymore. That's the funniest thing about LeBron now. Is he, he really uh, just be spotting up until the last up. like until the moments come, man. Probably I wonder he how much just, of it is just the foot or whatever. But whew. come on over to Golden State. Be ready. <laughs> it's time, Bronny's Bronny's done. He's not, nothing's yeah, time to the anymore. Three. Giving them all to Austin Reeves, hoping Austin Reeves can close the game out, man. LeBron, it's a new stage of his career. It's a new stage. <laughs> we'll see. Um, Rui had another good game in the last one. That's just back-to-back. Maybe he's actually good at basketball. That would be solid. If he's man, good. that dude pissed me. Sorry, <laughs> yeah. bit. Nah, my girl was about to bet on him or because she was – yeah, she was doing like a player prop and yeah. – uh, she like had him on it and it was like for some I think it was like fifteen or I don't know, it was like twelve, twelve, fifteen points or so. I was like, uh, yeah, no, don't do that. <laughs> you know, got twenty three, you know. Like I don't believe in that. It can't he did it again. That's the thing. I don't believe in either. That's two games in a row. But you know, and those were all they guarding him yet? That's the thing. They weren't really guarding. Yeah, they really were just kind of guarding shoot. Yeah. They did start doubling him at the end of game one. That was kind of funny. <laughs> what is that? I don't know what these teams are, man. Really hot to wear it. But Dennis Schroeder, he's been hooping. He matters too much for the Los Angeles Lakers. I know that. Hey, so Westbrook matters too much for the Clippers. Dennis Schroeder matters matters too much for the for the Lakers or for the Lakers. Didn't think we was gonna be here. Shooter be we going. Wait. Oh. The shooter went Schroeder didn't win a championship, did he? Or was he? No, he didn't. I don't know if he was there. Did he come the no. year after? Was he the replacement? Who do you replace? That's what I'm trying to think of who you replace. Or did they let him go after the championship? They let him go. He was there the year after the championship. He was? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wait, when did he leave and come? Wait, what happened when he got paid? He was in Boston Boston last year, but not the whole season. I think the Lakers picked him up off waivers at some point. So 2020-2021, he was still a Laker. But was he won in 2019-20 is the question. Uh, Dennis Schroeder. Yeah, any other? I'll look that up. But uh, any other thoughts on what they got going on? I'm trying to think. Yeah, I don't know. It's going to be a fun series or a fun game. Um, I don't really have anything else I want to hit on besides uh, 
Cavs, Knicks. I feel like that's another big one. We got a 1-1 series going back to New York. Going back to L.A., going back to New York. Um, yeah. I'll say, I, oh, go ahead. Oh, no, Schroeder, my bad. Schroeder was on the Thunder the year the Lakers won the championship. That was that team that Chris Paul almost oh. beat the Rockets, almost beat Russ and uh, Harden Shea with. Yeah, 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 Shea Christian. <laughs> oh, yeah, three-guard. That was like the first real three-guard lineup in the playoffs we saw that was, like, felt effective, at least in the yeah. modern era, like, right? Yeah. Like we've been seeing it since then. Yeah. More. Really, with only those people, they always tend to involve Shea or the Clippers or Chris Paul. I feel like it's kind of funny. Um, or Schroeder, actually. My bad. Involve <laughs> Schroeder, the Clippers, yeah. or uh, uh, Shea. But um, yeah, he was there, and then he was on LA the year after, and then he left, or he turned down the extension and then took a MLE with Boston or something. Yeah. And they ended mm-hmm. up back with the Lakers. Um, yeah, New York. Cavs, Knicks. Cavs, Knicks thoughts. My bad. Um, oh, I picked. I started this picking Cavs to beat the Knicks in five games. And because I was fearful of the Knicks injuries. And then the Knicks won game one. And I thought I was foolish thinking the Knicks can give them a run for the money, even win the series. And now the Knicks are dealing with injuries. And I think the series can go five again. So I don't know. Yeah, is Julie Julie's that's why I was just Julia, what status on Julius? Why was he playing at all at that moment anyway? Yeah. Josh Hart. What's the status on Josh Hart? Did Josh Hart play last game? That's Josh Hart get hit in game one or Josh Hart got hurt in game one. He finished the game, but he did get hurt in game one. Okay. I don't know if he played in game two, but Julius is talking and all of the everything that's came out come out in the last twelve hours like he's playing in game okay. three. So uh Shade of Thibodeau, and I don't know how healthy this team is, and maybe they'll be able to keep pushing Cleveland there. They're solid, but uh, yeah. Fred Cass and Thib said everybody was healthy in practice today. Well, he's a liar. I don't trust him. <laughs> yeah, I know. It's, it's, Tom, it's Tom Thibodeau, so who knows? <laughs> yeah, but no, yeah. I'll, yeah I'll, like, y'all let y'all go. That's, that was my where I'm at with the series. Is I feel like I was, I, after game one, I was kind of flipped, but then after looking at the totality of the two games and looking at the Knicks, just getting a top two with those team definitely is pushing themselves to their physical limit. <laughs> How long that can last? I don't know. Yeah. It's always the thing with the Knicks. Um, but you know, one round, you can get through one round. Um, yeah, we'll see. Uh, Donovan Mitchell's first time back or not first time Donovan Mitchell back in or not back in, but in New York for a playoff series would be kind of funny. Mm. to see in the garden just see how the garden reacts i feel like garden likes this team a lot and they've had some shots but i think they like this team better than they like the last playoff team they had definitely so i do want to see what the vibes are like actually in the in in the garden um going in i also want to see if the Cavs got it Cavs Cavs really bounced back i thought it looked it looked rough for the Cavs after game one i know we like everybody likes to overreact game ones but they bounced back and had a really strong game two kind of shut the shut the door a little bit, um, so I wonder. I just wonder how Game Three goes. I wonder if they if the Cavs can kind of take hold of the series, or if the Knicks kind of the team we thought they might be, um, or thought we might thought they might be after Game One at least. I should say. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they got to hold two two hold two home games. They got to hold hold down. But yeah, New York should be crazy. It'll be fun. It's gonna be fun. There tomorrow. Yep, yep. That's the only. One. I mean, not the only one worth watching, but the other two are the. 
it's the two seven and Minnesota. Yeah, Minnesota, Denver, and then Atlanta, Atlanta, Boston. So yeah, that one's that one's on ABC. The other two are on ESPN. They're putting that one on ABC. So that should be fun. Because yes. maybe been it might have been a good spot to put uh you know Clippers Suns. Maybe. <laughs> yeah, maybe maybe it hey. made sense. But you know. Uh, anything else before we close out? Uh, Andre Iguodala, get Mikel Bridges on the Warriors, or at least you know get to work. You didn't give us much on the court the last couple of years. I'm not gonna hate on you for that, but it's time to uh, do some behind the scenes stuff. Make sure these white men are controlling Stephen Curry's career. All right. Any longer. Any longer. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, anything else we good that's a good place to end it Andre get get the recruiting on it'll be interesting to see what Andre's post NBA career looks like I think to put a button on that conversation we had a long time ago now because um, it's probably going to look different because these dudes make too much money to coach but they want to be involved so we will see podcast influencer never mind okay Wait, go ahead. Group, group economics group economics <laughs> I forgot he did that crap oh man Andre Wells, in Silicon Valley <laughs> okay man really we're weird dude different type of dude that's what they used to say i gotta watch that i do need to watch his uh his uh he did they had i think that was point four they had the player the new players association uh uh leader on or i think it's whatever i forget what her title was i mean yeah. i'd probably be yeah. listening to i just want to hear him talk about this stuff i mean i feel like i don't out of him chris paul and who is it him chris paul draymond was Draymond on there? No, no. Still? All the people that aren't. I mean, they aren't. Oh, yeah. Andre and Chris are on it still. It's a new. It's a whole new regime now. They got all the kids in there. Not kids, but the next next generation is taking it. over. Yeah. Just, I need to pay attention. Yeah, I, need, I need to pay attention to the fact. I need, I need to need to probably check that out. See see what Andre's post career. See how much how how much he's still involved with the players' association after he retires, and so, what the hell they're doing with this. They talked about the CBA a lot. I guess is what that were too like on this mm-hmm. on the episode. So, this is after the last deal, or this is before. <laughs> I think so. This was like I think this like this episode dropped like a couple weeks ago. I think like it was because who's the what is her? It was like Michelle, whatever. Yeah, her Michelle name is. Roberts. But, I'm pretty sure. Yeah, but it's, it's a different. It's somebody. Somebody different else now. now, but yeah, I can't remember the name. But yeah, they had her on. Yeah, they had her on uh, point forward. I think that was. Something. Hmm. Anyway, end it now. Andre, make sure the white men are not controlling Steph Curry's career. All right. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Thank thank you for listening to the Garage of Flagship show of NBA Sports. I'd like to thank all my co-hosts for joining me tonight or joining us tonight and uh ask you guys to let the people know where they can find you on the internet. Oh, uh Twitter at underscore jbash underscore and Instagram underscore jbash, TikTok jbash47. And I'm on TikTok at underscore Daniel Doom, Daniel D-O-O-M. And I am on YouTube, Daniel, nope, that's not it, Doom and Wonder, D-O-O-M and sign Wonder, Doom and Wonder. Peace. I go by Mike, that's M1KE, website M1KE.info, best place to find everything. Check out my YouTube youtube.com slash at trash mike again trash mike m1ke m1ke um and thank you all for joining us uh 
that's two weeks in a row. I think we're going to come back at some point um, next week, probably uh, break down some games again, maybe try something else a little different, depending on how I'm feeling over the weekend. Uh, but thank you guys for joining us. Please continue to check in with us. Um, the podcast is up on Spotify. It's up on Apple Music. Just search um, The Garage and Live. Uh, Sorry, the Garage and NBA Live Show. Uh, you can catch clips on YouTube at um, YouTube at NBA Sports, um, TikTok at Look Up NBA Sports. It's NBA Sports Network, right? NBA Sports Network. Yeah, there we go. NBA Sports Network on TikTok at NBA Sports on YouTube. Um, we appreciate you all for rocking with us. We'll be back next week, maybe even soon. We'll see. Um, have a great one. Peace.